So the readings throughout Advent focus our attention on the coming of the kingdom of God. Now on this last Sunday of Advent, we recall the events that precede the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem more than 2,000 years ago. In the readings today, we hear God making a promise to King Ahaz through the words of the prophet Isaiah that a virgin shall bear a child and how that promise is fulfilled in Mary, the betrothed of Joseph of Nazareth, who was a righteous man. Now, I'm a little unclear regarding this betrothed terminology. I always thought that betrothed and engaged were interchangeable. But if that were the case, why would the gospel talk about divorce if they were only engaged? So I did a little research, and I'll share with you what I found. Until the late Middle Ages, marriage consisted of two independent ceremonies that were marked by celebrations at two separate times. First came the betrothal, and later, sometimes up to a year, the wedding. At the betrothal, the woman was legally married, although she still remained in her father's home. She could not belong to another man unless she was divorced from her betrothed. The wedding meant only that the betrothed woman, accompanied by a colorful procession, was brought from her father's house to the house of her groom, where the physical and spiritual relationship with him was consummated. A little different than the wedding ceremonies we have today. Earlier earlier this month on the 8th of December, I discussed Mary, the mother of Jesus, and her immaculate conception. The gospel from that day was the version of Luke's annunciation of Mary. Mary was visited by the archangel Gabriel, who told her, do not be afraid. And he gave her a glimmer of God's plan for her life. Mary said yes. Today in the Gospel from Matthew, known as the Annunciation of Joseph, an angel comes to Joseph in a dream and tells him, do not be afraid, and gives him a glimmer of God's plan for him. Joseph said yes. So what I gather from this is that we should not be afraid to say yes to God's plan in our lives. Who would agree? The Gospel today calls Joseph a righteous man. Where Mary is immaculate, Joseph is righteous. So let's take a closer look at Joseph and his yes to follow God's plan. (coughs) The usual focal point of this Gospel is the line, he decided to divorce her quietly. (coughs) However, we may need to look at its interpretation to truly understand Joseph's role. The explanation hinges on the translation of the (coughs) Greek word Apoluo. Biblical scholars agree that the word apoluo is very difficult to interpret. In Greek, apoluo can mean separate, conceal, hide, distance oneself from, or divorce. Interestingly, the majority of of those who have translated the New Testament from Greek into other languages have translated apoluo as divorce. The most important action of Joseph in the New Testament is his response to discovering that his wife is pregnant. It is within the biblical recounting of this story that Joseph is called a righteous man. Some Bible translations lead us to believe that St. Joseph suspects Mary of adultery and as a result decides to obtain a divorce. 
That doesn't sound very righteous to me. I would propose a different scenario. Suppose that Joseph is mystified by Mary's pregnancy. Confused, he decides to separate from her. Joseph does not doubt Mary's purity or innocence. Instead, he doubts his worthiness and ability to take care of Mary and the child. He knows that Mary belongs to God, and he considers himself undeserving to bring Mary into his home. Therefore, he decides to separate himself from her quietly out of justice for God and reverence for Mary. He's willing to leave the picture so as not to reveal her mystery. That sounds righteous. According to the book, The Consecration to St. Joseph by Father Donald Calloway, Joseph is the perfect model for us as husbands and fathers. So guys, pay close attention. There has never been a man more in love with a woman than Joseph was in love with Mary. What dignity and holiness were required of Joseph to be the husband of Mary? In her feminine heart, Mary knew that she was secure in the manhood of St. Joseph. He was her knight and warrior. Every wife desires such a husband, a gentle man, a protector, and a good father. Father Calloway continues, Women deserve men who are strong and protective, yet gentle, loving, and trustworthy. Every woman wants to find security in the arms of a man who is willing to lay down his life for her. The church and the world need men like St. Joseph. He is the model husband. In the same way, each father sees himself entrusted by the mystery of womanhood through his own wife. Dear fathers, respect and love your spouse. And by your love and your wise presence, lead your children to God. Does today's gospel demand a response from you? We need men to lead, protect, and provide for their families, both physically and spiritually. Looking to Joseph as a model is a great place to start. Other than Shelley, I've never been visited by an angel, especially one that laid out God's plan for my life. So where do we find this plan? Your plan can include participation at Mass, reading the scriptures, studying the lives of the saints, prayer, and adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. But you need to make it personal. I have doubts and questions about God's plan for my life. Joseph and Mary each had their own monumental yes moments. I will probably never be asked to give that big of a yes. But as long as I continue to say yes in my relationships and encounters, no matter how small, I consider that I'm remaining on his path. We may not get an angel to explain our path to us, but we still have hope. Hope that we can carry out the plan that God has for us. Hope is a gift, not merited or earned, but promised. In a season focused on giving, we need to be willing to receive, to invite and accept Christ in our life. As a knight or a warrior, we need to seek and destroy anything that gets in the way. As our Advent prayer invokes that we read at the end of Mass, come, Lord Jesus, and bring your hope into my heart. Remove the doubt that we have to follow God's plan 
Be not afraid to turn over your doubt to the hope that Christ shares with us through his resurrection.